Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. Great. Well, thank you, Rob and Bonnie, for inviting me. And it's always a pleasure to come and serve at Northridge. Thank you to Phil and Kath and all of you at Northridge as well for your support of Soul Survivor. There's so many people here. Uh, you walk the journey with us. For those of you like, I do not know what he's talking about, uh, which is fair enough. Uh, Soul Survivor started 20 years ago here in Sydney. We're celebrating 20 years this coming April. And um, it's from England. And uh, it, we, how it worked was I went to Coorong. I was a little Anglican. Um, I shouldn't say little Anglican. <laughs> Uh, I was an Anglican assistant minister, not ordained, and uh, I was at St. Stephen's Belrose for 10 years, and I had to find new music for the church all the time. And so I went to Kurong one day in desperate need of some new worship music, and Matt Redman had just put out his first album, not his, his second album, and The Heart of Worship was a song that was on that album, heard the song, went, who are these people? And uh, then raise some money, fly over to England, go to their conference and go, oh, would you consider coming over here? And they said, we've always found you weird. <laughs> that is Sydney. And uh, yeah, let's, let's explore this. And so in 2000, the year of 2000, we had a couple of nights at Taramara Uniting Church and uh, to see if anyone else was interested. And um, then the rest is history. So uh, I also, just with your church, uh, my wife Emma and I and son Joel at the time came and joined you as church uh, back in 2004. And... Uh, so I've been part of your congregation as well, so you're responsible, uh, basically. And uh, you, yeah, you have cheered us on, you have helped us keep. What we do is we, we basically come to churches and youth groups and we encourage you to do the values of the vineyard, basically, because Soul Survivor came out of the vineyard. And uh, so we just go into Anglican and Baptist and Independent and Unsure, uh, lots of different churches, and uh, we say, hey, would you like to know about the Holy Spirit as well as Jesus and as well as your father really loves you? And they go, sure. And then we go on a journey. Uh, we run a conference every April. It's coming up. And I'd love if you can come. It's at Pacific Hills Christian School. 14th to the 18th of April, first week of school holidays. Uh, and particularly on the Friday night at the school, we would love you to come for the 20th birthday celebration. So if you, we would love you to come. We'll put an invite out, but we would love you to come and join all of us to celebrate what God has done. And um, what, oh, we run the conference, then we run a young adults retreat in August and... Uh, an internship, but basically throughout the year we run all these teams going out everywhere. So this weekend we started here on Friday night. So with your Sam, we invited Cherrybrook Baptist here and we soul survived and we worshipped God in here and talked about Jesus and had fun and I don't think we broke anything. Great. Um, then uh, Saturday morning uh, a different team uh, went down to Jerringong. 
because Guy Mia Baptist gave us a call and said, would Soul Survivor provide the worship teaching ministry for our youth camp? And we said, we've never met you, but that sounds fun. So right now they're uh, ministering down there and they're having a great time uh, with Guy Mia Baptist. I'm here uh, this morning uh, with you and Braden Matilla is part of your church. And, and then tonight we're in Pesto Baptist. So that's kind of what our life, it's not that chaotic every weekend, but this is what we do and this is what you support us to do. So thank you. Are you receiving? Great. Oh, to one another. Excellent. Okay, well, let's dive into this series, Kingdom Living, I have prepared, and uh, we're going to read the Bible together. Would that be all right? Now, I've done a doozy. I've printed out the scripture without the reference. So, like, it's from the Bible. (laughs) I'm at the vineyard. We can do this and not feel bad, can't we? As an Anglican, I'm... Oh, great. Okay, great. It's Matthew chapter 13, verse 31. Is that right? Or 12? It's the must... must, Sorry, can you help me? I'm so sorry. It's Matthew 12 or 13, verse 31, about the mustard seed. 13, 31. 13, 31. Excellent. Sounds like a phone number. 13, 31. Okay. (laughs) All right. can only get looser. Okay. Let's read the Bible. Matthew 13, verse 31. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. That's the main scripture for this morning. Could I add one more to it, which is about the mustard seed? Matthew chapter 17, I've got this one, verse 20. Jesus says, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, that if you have faith as small as a... You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. There are two scriptures for this morning. On this theme of kingdom living and on these scriptures, I need your help to marry three things or partner three things. The three things are that we would continue to grow and develop and not say that we've had our heyday with being in step with the Holy Spirit. So that's one thing I need your help with. The second thing to marry this, which one's this one? The keep in step with the Holy Spirit. And I need you to partner it with living by faith and not by sight. And then this one is, I just love mustard seed planting. So we need to put these three together. Is that okay? So let me come over here and do mustard seed planting. Now, I've never been to Israel, uh, but a few of my friends have. And they've come back and they've said, Matt, one of the biggest things I didn't know about was mustard seed plants. And, you know, like these conversations that you're not super interested in, but you respond really well, don't you? You go, really? Tell me about them. And they said... They're not big. And I went, really? And they said, I won't keep doing this. But 
mustard seed plants are not big. Did you know this? But they spread out for a very long way. Did anyone know that? I didn't know that. Mustard seed plants apparently uh, were something you did not plant in your backyard because they go crazy. So when Jesus tells about planting mustard seeds, he's telling them something that they're going, why would you do that? Why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. And lots of this kingdom living teaching is trying to get this big point through to us that Jesus is trying to break through and lead through and open up your mind to a different way that God works, not us. So with forgiveness and kindness and breaking bread and having people around and, and all these mercy and different things you've been looking at, they are all the ways of God, not the ways of us. And God is trying to break open our thinking on what does it look like for the Jesus to lead our life. And so this one with the mustard seed is Jesus saying that the way that God's rule and reign works is it's tiny at the start. It's tiny at the beginning. But you let it loose and you will find it difficult to control. You'll find it really difficult to control. Now, for all the control freaks in the room, would you like to turn to the person on the left and the right and just bless them? Um, (laughs) For all of us who struggle with letting go and needing to be in control, this is difficult to hear. This is, this is hard. And for all the rebellious ones in the room, there's about three of us, isn't there? We're like, yes, go Jesus, break out. But most of us love to know what I've got to do to be a Christian. What have I got to do? Just tell me what I've got to pull off. Is it Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings and a trip here and there? Is that all I've got to do? Because I love his message, but I just want to know what have I got to do to make sure I'm doing the right thing. So we build buildings and we, put, we do programs and there's nothing wrong with building some programs, is there? And I sinned when I walked in this room again because I, I um, come from a house church way of doing church. And I, I, love, I love what you've got. I, I just want to share that. Anyway, okay, moving on. Uh, We, as God's people, have always wanted to keep God in a box. That's why when, way back in the Old Testament, simple little revelation here with the kings. Jesus and the Father and the Spirit didn't want there to be a human king. God has always, always wanted to just relate to you and me with him in you and in us, in our hearts but we wanted a physical king. And then we wanted a building because the other people had buildings and temples and fortresses because we feel good when we build stuff, don't we? I do every now and then. Doesn't last long, but have have a go. We like feeling achievement and we do it in the way that we relate with God. So Jesus is trying to say to us, I'm sorry if that's the way you like to relate to me by building and program and 
knowing is it Wednesday night and Sunday morning and how much in the offering do I have to feel good about myself to give? Jesus is going, I'm sorry, the kingdom of heaven is this small little thing and when it takes hold in your heart, you will just, you'll just go for it. You'll just go for it. You'll be generous. How generous? No, it's not how much. It's just be generous. How much forgiveness? No, it's not how much. It's just go for it. So I'd like to, uh, with that kind of thinking Jesus is trying to say to, uh, to us about how the kingdom works, that it's hard to control, I'd like to ask for us, um, because we're part of the kingdom and we're part of having this mustard seed faith in Jesus, I'd like to ask a simple question, and that is, if you have received Jesus and you're open to him being like a mustard seed bush, it just goes for it. I'd like to ask you, for anyone in the room here today, who needs to recommit to not celebrating the mustard seeds I planted 20 years ago, and I noticed temptation, but to be aware of what mustard seeds of the kingdom that I'm planting today. One thing about preparing a 20th anniversary for Soul Survivor is that I've got so much video. I've got so many photos. Um, I've, I've got so many different people. I've got lots, but I've got different... We could go nuts on just remember, remember, remember. And we will. <laughs> we will do that. But I'm so conscious of, Matt, that's great, and that points glory to God, and, that, and, and look at what God has done, but Matt, what are you doing today? And I don't know if this means anything for one person here today, but I thought that was something to bring up with you to say, we do give thanks to God, but we also want to ask God, am I currently engaged in some mustard seed planting of the gospel today? And we can, we can ask God for some ideas if we're stuck. I thought also with the mustard seed that it might also be helpful to quote from uh, Zechariah chapter 4, to not despise the day of small beginnings. Because for some of us, Matt, I've, I've started that, I've been involved in that, I've got years in that, I don't want to start again. I, ju I just don't want to start again. Please, the admin I've got to do to maintain life is more than enough. And I don't want to start anything again. I completely understand that with you. I do. Uh, but to be personal with you, uh, I've put up my hand to get involved in starting something again. And I can feel everything inside of me going, but I've done my time, Lord. I mean, starting something from scratch with three youth groups, no income, everyone said that, uh, well, everyone said two things. One is this won't work with Soul Survivor. And the second one was, oh, you'll be bigger than Hillsong. You just believe it. You'll be bigger than them. That was the two things that 
started with. And I can feel everything within me saying, I don't want to start anything. I just want to say thank you, God, for that. And just hang out. Just say good on you. You know, just hang out. And you would say to me, well, that's not very adventurous, is it? That's not very life-giving. And I would confess my sin and say, you're right. So I just want to encourage anyone who, for the reason you don't want to start something again, is because you know the feeling of that. Would you not despise the day of small beginnings? Would you be open? Or maybe you have and you need to see that God is at work, but it's different to what you imagined. So my understanding, just to use the analogy of the mustard tree spreading uncontrollably and just going for it, is that I don't know about you, but when I stuck up my hand to follow Jesus and be involved in his work, I had an understanding of what that would look like. It looked like a lot of people in the room. That's the basic one in youth ministry. It looked like filling out an arena. It looked like buying a bus. The two standard youth pastor dreams. Yes? Um, And in my world, that hasn't worked. And I could be thoroughly disappointed with seeing how God moved because he didn't move like the way I wanted him to move. And an example of that for me was um, we used to hold our conference at Sinai Showground. Did anyone ever pop along one day at Sinai Showground? And uh, we, we set up camp there for about five years in a row. We would meet and build the conference because that's what you do. And so we did that. But then a, Papu- a Papuan, how would you say it? Some, uh, a guy from Papua New Guinea who uh, was a missionary, a guy called Jim Yost, absolutely ruined the trajectory of our conference. He came and told us, if you honestly believe that Jesus has called you to go and make disciples of all the nations, why are you standing here stuck on this ground? Put your conference where your, put your, conference where your mouth is. And I went, oh, no. Because everyone was telling me the way you build a Christian conference is you stay in the same place. And forever our journey in soul survival was ruined from that day. In 2008, we go to Canberra, which everyone said, do not go to Canberra. (laughs) Sydney will not drive to Canberra, except in year six. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then they never return. Interesting thought, isn't it? Um, I have fallen in love with Canberra. I like Canberra. And uh, in in 2008, I'm telling you the truth that everyone said you shouldn't do it, you shouldn't do it. Well, it grew. But here's the disappointing thing for me to share with you is it didn't grow the way I wanted it to grow. I had this idea with God that 600 young people on buses to Canberra serving five afternoons in a row out in the community, I, my understanding would be then that a thousand people would come to Christ and come back to the meeting at night. Isn't that a good standard Christian understanding? Well, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I remember driving home from that conference past uh, Lake George and saying to God, that wasn't that great. Oh, Matt, you silly fella. You didn't see what the mustard seed was doing. The next year, it grew again. 
but I couldn't see it. I wanted God to do this, and he did this, and I didn't like it. Have I another friend in the room? So I won't put up my hand to do anything again. Unless I put my hand to go and get healed from my pain and my past to say, I'm happy, Lord, for you to do something again, to plant a mustard seed. And then so that links the mustard seed to living by faith. And simply all I want to say to us again, because I know you know this, I'm just your chief reminding officer this morning on this one, that, uh, that in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, we are told to live by faith and not by sight. So that means when the Lord speaks and tells me to go and plant a mustard seed, I might not be able to see physically what this looks like. So I'm not going to do it. So then I won't go plant the seed. But if anyone this morning will add faith in God, who God will do it, and God will orchestrate it, and God will build it, we're just the, the planters and the waterers, aren't we? God makes things grow. But he needs someone to live by faith and not by sight. To, and you know what that feels like with your family and your friends. I think God's told me to start a, and they go, well, how much is it going to cost? Where's it going to be? Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, now, so just top tip, work it all out first, even if it's a lie, and present that to them. <laughs> no, it just solves the whole thing. Right, anyway, live, sorry, Lord, don't tell a lie. Live by faith and not by sight. And then this is what's going to happen. This is the last point. You're going to say, Holy Spirit, did you say that? Holy Spirit, did you say that? Holy, you know, Matt got up and said, Holy Spirit, did you say these things to get prayer? Holy Spirit, did you say this? And this is where the adventure is. This is where the relationship is. This is where I thought, Lord, you said this, but I was wrong. Ah, welcome to being a human. Yes. I hear wrong with people around me all the time. I thought you said this. No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay, sorry, bro. Right? It's the same with God. I thought you said, go for this. And, um, and God says, no, you said go for that. And there's only one way to find out. How do you find out? You go for it. You go for it. What do you mean, Matt, you go for it? You ask God, God, what's the mustard seed activity you want me to be in? I'm going to trust you on this. And then, so specifically, Lord, how do you want this to roll out? How do you, how do you want me to keep following you, to keep staying in step with you? How, how do you want to do that? Let's get more specific. And let's say I'm sorry for getting it wrong. I said, on my drive here this morning, I had to say sorry to God for some things in my heart that weren't great. And just, Lord, I'm sorry that I've always wanted to be this person. And you've just called me Matt with a silly last name. And I have to just live with it. It's gelding. It's a very unfortunate horse. And it's hard being 
I find it hard being who God's made me to be and just be joyful about that and enjoy God in me and me with the Lord. So have we linked these three together? I, because we're coming into prayer now, ministry time. I want to say that the day of small beginnings is beautiful. And I want to say I'm up for it today and I'm up for it tomorrow. And I want to say that if I'm going to be up for it, I've got to choose to live by faith again. And that feels foolish. But I'm, I want to be involved in the mustard seed planting of the kingdom of heaven because Jesus got me through one person. He, he grabbed my heart. And if that one person didn't do what they were called to do, I'd probably still be playing drums in my garage going deaf. But God saved me through one person. Would you like to do that? I know you might have done it. But does anyone in the room this morning need to say to Jesus, not to me, but to Jesus, Jesus, we sang this morning, all is well with my soul because of you. Now I want to step out again and be involved in just the smallest things that you want me to do, knowing that I'm just asked to do them and you will make them grow. That's the way God works. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Yeah. Why don't we stand and if the band like to pop up and play some music like Enya to make us relax. <laughs> what do you use for prayer ministry music? I use Enya. All right. All right. I'm aware that it's five minutes to 11 and all the parents are twitchy. I get it. I'm one as well. So parents, you're in first. Are you ready? You can play in E or Watermark. Do you know Watermark? <laughs> Matilda Braden. Okay. Parents, you're in first. Would any parent love to ask for God's blessing on your heart? And on Amen. And and on your life to recommit to this mustard seed lifestyle. Is there any parent who would love that? And what I'd love to ask, if that's you, just to put up your hand where you are. And wonderful. And I will just ask some great. So anyone who just knows that they need to recommit to the mustard seed lifestyle. Yeah. Guys, can you keep up your hands? And if your hand is not up, would you look around and go and stand with someone? So keep your hand up, keep your hand up. If you know you just want to recommit to the mustard seed lifestyle of sharing the gospel. Keep your hand up until someone is standing with you. Okay, and guys, just start praying and receiving. Go for it. Go for it. The rest of us, let's just be aware of what God wants to do with with you and with us. I'm not sure, so... Let's just ask him, Father, we just thank you for your presence.
Okay, there's a cross on your wall on the left, and I sense, I might be wrong, but I sense if there's any one person who'd love to bring their disappointments, to bring their disappointments, and I've got lots. Anyway, but if you would love some prayer this morning to say to Jesus, Jesus, I bring you the disappointments, and I don't know what you're going to do, but I know that you're a God of love. If that's you, do you just want to walk over to the cross now? And Harry and others could come and pray with you. Anyone? Anyone need that prayer just to bring the pain, the hurt, the disappointments, the God, why didn't you do it like this? Just to come over to the cross. Harry, are you happy to pray with anyone who comes and any other team? Anne? That's it, guys. Come, come over to the cross. And I just sense, uh, I think this is the last one before it's 11 o'clock. If anyone this morning would just love to ask God for a fresh touch of his Holy Spirit, a fresh touch of his Holy Spirit. Before we have coffee, would anyone love to ask God for more of his Holy Spirit? If that's any one of us, do you just want to come perhaps just out the front to my left and I'll ask some people to come and pray with you Is there anyone who would just love God to fill you afresh with his Holy Spirit? Thank you, Lord. Do you normally sing a song? Okay. Give people the chance to go. And Braden was just sharing with me, if anyone would just love God to restore faith again, to live by faith again, to live by faith again. If anyone would love prayer for that, do you just want to come out here to the front and we'd love to pray with you to restore faith again. Braden, the team are going to lead us in songs. It's 1 to 11. If you need to go, you can go. If you need to just receive and worship, Do whatever you need to do with God together before we have a coffee. God bless.